0: Hi everyone, good to be live with you. Well, you asked for, I'm answering. You guys have asked me to get to the bottom of what's really going on with the tragic death of actress Anne Heche. Her cause of death was just released uh, and police have announced they are going to stop investigating her strange crash. It is true that video was filmed of her struggling to get out of the body bag as she was wheeled away from the crash scene. If she had the strength to do that, why did why was she later declared dead? People have so many questions. Now people are talking about looping her in with the crash that killed Representative Jackie Walorski from Indiana. It is true that their crashes occurred two days apart are the two women connected? We're going to get to the bottom of this. Uh, There's talk of their work with sex trafficking. We're going to tie all this together and look at what's true and what's false. It's time to fact check this. Stay till the end for sure, because we're going to talk about what is really true about hackable cars. How hackable are cars? The mainstream media used to report on this. So we're going to dig that back up. Before we get into it, shout out to the sponsor of my coverage. Would you survive a year-long power outage? It's more likely to happen than you might realize. Terrorist groups, foreign countries, and other evil individuals have been waiting for the opportune moment to attack American soil. Unfortunately, our country has a major weakness that these groups are learning about. That weakness is our power grid. An attack on the power grid would cripple our country and leave us without power for years. This is why I've turned to Dark Age Protection No Survival Guide on Earth will prepare you for what's in store in the coming months the way that Dark Age Protection will. It's an expertly written survival book that guides you through step-by-step actions that must be taken to ensure your survival over the coming weeks. Anyone without this life-saving information is putting their lives at risk and are unlikely to survive weeks, much less years, throughout a power outage or blackout, which NASA scientists say could happen. As early as next week, Uh, protect yourself during a nationwide crisis with Dark Age Protection. Every viewer of my podcast is eligible to get the Dark Age Protection Survival Guide, but only for a limited time. Get your downloadable copy now before anyone takes it down by going to darkageprotection.com. Link down in my description. Hello, everyone. Um, I want to answer your questions. So you guys are asking some good questions in the video of her speeding by Anne Heche, It sounds like the tires are squealing. Maybe she pulled the e-brake and couldn't stop. We're going to play the video of her squealing by and look at cars that seem to have a mind of their own. I'm going to zone in on a couple of other crashes that have happened one of which happens here in the houston area where i live that i was on the ground covering a really strange tesla crash that killed both of the occupants and clashing stories from local investigators investigators versus federal investigators of that crash okay a good question uh you said i forget where your question was but is it true Oh, yeah. Is it true that Anne Heche was just finished making a film about sex trafficking? Like I think the name of the girl uh, in room eight, many rumors on social media now, a remote control car too makes you think, yeah, tons of rumors. So We're going to cut through it. And yes, it is true. She was uh, had just finished filming this movie, which is still scheduled to come out. So we're going to look at that. It is indeed about sex trafficking. I'm going to tell you what it's about. Okay, so first of all, People Magazine, the entertainment news is tackling this because she was an actress. Uh, here it is. People at Magazine, Anne Hesh's cause of death ruled an accident as coroner determines official cause. This just came out. Uh, Anne Heche, Hesh's uh, official cause of death uh, says she died due to inhalation of smoke and thermal injuries. According to the Los Angeles County Medical Examiner, her manner of death was listed as an accident and also noted that a sternal fracture due to blunt trauma was another significant condition from the devastating car crash she was involved in on August 5th. So sternal, uh, that means that her breastbone was fractured. All right. Also, People Magazine reported that LAPD will no longer investigate her car crash. And people are like, what? We want to get to the bottom of this. Uh, People magazine reporting after close to a week of being hospitalized in critical condition, a rep for Anne Heche told people on Thursday that she was in a coma after suffering quote, severe anoxic brain injury and was not expected to survive. So it's interesting that her rep said it was a severe brain injury that led to her co- led to her death uh, several days after she was hospitalized, but the coroner is saying it was smoke inhalation that killed her. But how was she strong enough to wriggle her way out of that body bag? at the crash scene. And why was she put in the body bag to begin with if she was that alive? Okay. Shouldn't they had uh place something on her to help her breathe? Um, Given her some oxygen at the scene, not stick her in a body bag. People have a lot of questions and this has led to conspiracy theories. I want to show you a very popular conspiracy theory on Twitter and the rebuttal from the mainstream fact checkers. Uh, here it is. This tweet Do do you know that Jackie Walorski, that's the representative I covered two weeks ago, was a Christian missionary in Romania cooperating on investigations into child sex trafficking who after returning to the United States and being elected to the U.S. Congress sponsored the Human Trafficking Prevention Intervention and Recovery Act of 2014 who during the past year was in contact with Hollywood actress Anne Heche who during... The past year was making the movie Girl in Room 13 about child sex, slavery, and trafficking. Now do you know both Jackie Walorski and Anne Haish are dead? Yeah, Jackie Walorski. the tweet goes on to say, on August 3rd and Anne Haish on August 5th, the accident formal uh, death was August 11th. That's when she was declared brain dead both with cars speeding out of the blue and changing directions. Um, so then they link this uh, article, Radio Hack, Let's hacker Steal 24 Different Car Models. They also show the video of her wriggling out of her body bag right there. It was Fox 11 News who actually captured that live on TV, you guys. Uh, That is indeed the actress you can see. Here's another angle right there. Uh, So the culture in Los Angeles where this crash happened in in local news is whenever there is a car chase or crazy crash scene, the local news choppers go out to the scene and they broadcast that live. I mean, L.A. is big with that. They will cut into normal broadcasting to show some crazy, crazy car scene. So a lot of wild stuff is captured on live news and indeed this scene was captured. And I think I have a YouTube video where uh, you can actually hear the Fox 11 news announcer describing what he's seeing. And he's shocked Uh, this video. Actually, it's going to start with um, the video of, her car racing by one of you guys mentioned earlier. Um, it sounded, you said it sounded like maybe she was trying her security break. Uh, let's see, or, or her e-brake, uh, emergency break. Let's see, uh, what we hear here. Newsroom. You can see the moment. Oh, it just before flew by. You will see a blue mini Cooper fly by on the street here leading up into this house. You can see that actress and Hayes was going at a high rate of speed. There it is in that doesn't look that good, but yeah, it does look terrible. Um, that's the Fox 11 the, anchor. We'll just see if maybe they're just moving him out of there, or if they put him in an ambulance, that's some sort of sign. But yes, so basically, the activity that we were looking for that uh, that anxious or that quick moving that was going on on the other side of the vehicle. Oh my gosh, he's completely alive. <laughs> insane so they didn't know at the time it was actress and he they're saying he. he 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 was trying to get away he was i uh, i don't know that was really really strange and that's what we love about breaking news here in los angeles is right when you think you've seen it all that's what we love about breaking news you can see how you know numb to the reality of the tragedy uh the anchors are i mean guys i covered crashes and crimes and murders for nine corporate years myself and uh the corporate news people get numb to it they're just like it's like this video game they're describing like oh that's what we love about uh, live tv oh this lady wriggled out of a body bag actually he thought it was a man at that point, we later learned it was Anne Heche. Um, So that particular clip actually did not have the audio for when the car screeches by. So I'm going to show you guys TMZ's coverage because they included the audio. TMZ did a pretty thorough job on this, actually, when it comes to inter- entertainment news. TMZ sometimes gets a lot of things right. Okay, so here, I think they play it with the audio here. you hear the impact there. So, yeah, I agree with you. You do hear that screeching the whole way, almost like she was using the e-brake. Um, now TMZ had something really interesting in their article. I want to read for you here. Uh, at the very end of TMZ's article, they said, uh, We're told, it says, quote, we're told she's currently in the hospital intubated, but expected to live. We're told her condition prevents doctors from performing any tests to determine if she was driving under the influence of alcohol. I thought that was very strange as someone who's covered a lot of crashes and a lot of tragedies and crimes. And, you know, she's in a condition where you saw it, her wriggling out of body bag, I don't see why they can't draw blood at some point to test whether she was under the influence of anything. So TMZ saying, yeah, apparently there were no tests done to see what was going on in her blood. But also I do want to show, you know, this, all this evidence is, is leading, you know, it's, it's, perfect fodder for conspiracy theory but you know something weird was going on with her because there's a there's a previous clip of her in the same car here at tmz also has and she had just crashed into an apartment building uh you can see apparently we're told tmz says this was the same day her same blue car and uh She crashes into that. The guy's trying to get her to stop and she backs up and takes off at a high rate of speed. So, you know, something was something was up with her. Apparently, she a a warrant was issued uh, to get her blood checked that same day because of some other incidents she was in, perhaps that one. Um, So. It is possible that she was just under the influence. Uh, TMZ had another image that showed a clear bottle with a red cap in her car. Uh, It's unclear whether that was the same day or a totally different day, but it looked like she had an alcohol bottle in her car. So it's possible that that was related to her crash. But it is true that she was indeed uh, just completing a film about sex trafficking. This is a crazy uh, story. So, and, and it is uh, reminiscent of, of the Epstein saga. So this is the movie girl in room 13 scheduled for release September 17th. You guys, it's, it's still going to be coming out next month. Sorry, there was a fly flying around me. So this is about a young girl who gets a sports injury and then becomes addicted to opioids. She's doing better getting off the opioids when she gets kidnapped and her kidnapper gets her back on drugs and basically grooms her into this, uh, position of, of compliance with whatever he wants her to do. He gets her so addicted to substances that she will do whatever he wants and be his, his little slave. So then he turns her into a, um, sex life. And so that is the movie that Anne Hesch just completed. Now, let me just loop in the fact checkers here who are circling the wagons and saying, you all are crazy if you think anything weird is going on with all of this. PolitiFact. PolitiFact. Anne Hesch was murdered by the Illuminati because she was working on a movie about Jeffrey Epstein, PolitiFact writes. Uh, I guess that's a quote from an Instagram post. Their answer is no, Anne Heche wasn't murdered because she was working on a movie about Epstein. Um, they go through this whole saga. They're like, yeah, it is true. There was a woman wriggling out of a body bag. They don't mention that. Yeah, that was Fox 11's live footage of Anne Heche's crash. Um, you know, and they confirm all these things. And then they say at the bottom, we rate this pants on fire. Um, they say here, the movie is not about Epstein, the financier who was accused of sex trafficking, assaulting dozens of girls. He died in jail in 2019 before he could face charges. Um, so yeah, as far as I know, the movie isn't about him, but there are a lot of unanswered questions and people have questions about, uh, whether she was connected to representative Jackie Walorski, both uh, involved in strange crashes, both uh, involved in bringing light to the issue of sex trafficking, which is indeed a huge problem. Okay, so look here Jackie Walorski died in a crash August 3rd, and her crash occurs August 5th. She was pronounced dead August 14th. Look at this AP update. Uh, police change account of crash killing Indiana representative Walorski. It is interesting, you know, because as soon as this happened, some of my viewers were like, well, was it the rigging of the hacking of the car? Well, one thing I noticed right away is that police said the other car swerved and hit Walorski. And I, I was like, well, the chances. That police would, you know, that someone would hack that car and have it perfectly hit. Her car was pretty rare. Well, then they changed the account and they said, oh, we got it wrong. It was Walorski's car that swerved, actually. So her her staffer was driving and swerved on a curve and went head on into the other car, killing all three people in his car, as well as the woman in the other car, Um. So I thought that was very interesting. Now, it would be, you know, if, if it was an incident of cars being hacked, and like I said, at the end, I'm going to get to when the mainstream media covered actual evidence of cars being hackable. Okay. It is a real thing. Um, But it would be if someone was going to hack another person's car, you know, they've got to hack the person that they want to kill not, not the oncoming car. That would just be too difficult. Well, that's what ended up happening. It it, it was indeed her car that did the swerving, not the oncoming car. So that reopens the question of was her car hacked after all, you know, and these are things where I'm like, I'm going to get to at the end where it is If when someone hacks a car, it's nearly indetectable. It's incredibly hard to figure out whether that car was hacked. I mean, people crash every day for a myriad of reasons. People get distracted, they look away, and that's why they swerve their car. Although these incidents when a car dramatically accelerates like you saw happen with Anne Hish, then you wonder because it's like, why would someone purposely in a residential area put the pedal to the metal when they see an obstacle in the distance and they don't slow down at all. That makes no sense. Okay. So we're going to decipher the conspiracy theory that we showed on Twitter. Okay. Is it true? Well, here's the thing. I had a lot of difficulty finding any connection between Anne Hesch and Jackie Walorski, as far as did they work together? Uh, here's the thing. This is the time time article, basically an obituary of Jackie Wolorski. Now the conspiracy theory tweet mentioned that Wolorski went to Romania and helped sex trafficking vic- victims. Well, if you search, uh, by the way, command F allows you to search any keywords. So you search Romania and indeed time, um, sorry, I misspelled it. Romania. Time Magazine brings up, indeed, she was working in Romania. Uh, Jackie Walorski. it says, Her background reads like an idealized about me page from a Republican candidate with time spent studying at Jerry Falwell's live, uh, Liberty University and four years as a missionary in Romania. Okay, Uh And it goes on to say Christian missionary work in Romania. They mentioned it a couple times. So it is true she was doing missionary work in Romania. You know, the word is that she was actually helping sex trafficking victims. And that is why she had such a fire under her to pass sex trafficking legislation once she became a congresswoman. That is true. She spent relentless years pushing sex trafficking legislation to help victims of sex trafficking and stop sex trafficking from happening. You see here, congress.gov, you have her bill, the human trafficking prevention, intervention, and recovery act of 2014. Okay. So, We've got that and then again in 2018 we have her talking about legislation on sex trafficking that she has successfully passed. Let me show you that. Human trafficking is modern day slavery and we are taking action to crack down on those who help make Oops, sorry guys. It possible The House passed a bipartisan bill to combat the evil of human trafficking. It will give law enforcement new tools and make it easier for states to crack down on websites that support and facilitate trafficking. It's just the latest action Congress has taken to protect survivors of abuse and violence. We passed legislation, which the president recently signed into law, that will protect young athletes from sexual abuse by requiring amateur athletic organizations to immediately report allegations to law enforcement. We also passed a bill to help victims of human trafficking recover and rebuild their lives through transitional housing grants. Sexual abuse and human trafficking are unspeakably evil, and we're taking action to protect and empower survivors. Yeah. So there you go. She was an ardent advocate for uh, the victims of sex trafficking. By the way, update from the office of the clerk of the house of representatives it is true that her constituents in her district in indiana are now right now not represented as legislation is being passed as we saw the house of representatives just sign off on the inflation reduction act something jackie walorski was strongly against She didn't get to cast her vote against it and her constituents didn't get to have anyone cast their vote against it because she has died. Um, Not that her vote would have made a difference because Democrats have such a majority right now, but a special election is in the works. Just to update you guys, her husband has just endorsed her finance chairman to hopefully for him fill her seat and, and, uh, then her constituents can be represented again. I want to bring your attention to the death of a reporter who died, died in a crash. Now, my viewers mentioned this to me after I bought my Mercedes, which I was not aware of, but this, this reporter was driving a Mercedes Mercedes are like big old computers. A lot of cars are now I almost miss my old Hyundai, which was a lot simpler this Mercedes is just a computer. And as we know computers are hackable. Well, this reporter was driving a Mercedes when he mysteriously died. His name is Michael Hastings, 33 years old. It's unclear, you know, this happened back in 2013. He was under uh, he was an investigative reporter uncovering a lot of dirt from the corrupt people in Washington. And he had shortly before his death alerted people that he was being uh Tracked basically, he he felt confident the feds were watching him closely and interrogating uh, his associates, and that they were going to be coming after him. And and that's amid uh, report, reporters like people from the AP being spied on by the feds uh, under the uh, under the Obama administration. Reporters were really getting spied on by the feds and. That's probably never stopped, honestly, (laughs) but he was very aware of this Um, and he was uncovering the dirt in the Obama administration when uh, he sounded the alarm that he felt he was in danger. He was going to lie low. Next thing you know, he drives his car. It accelerates out of nowhere, hits a tree at a high rate of speed, bursts into flames, he dies. Um, It was really mysterious and um, I have an excerpt here from the C- Civil Liberties Defense Center. It says the driver in the fatal crash, Michael Hastings, a uh, 33-year-old crack investigative reporter for Rolling Stone magazine, whose June 2010 article, The Runaway General, exposed the behind-the-scenes failure of the top U.S. General Stanley McChrystal's counterinsurgency strategy in Afghanistan and even more Damagingly revealed McChrystal's mocking attitude toward the Obama administration, which ultimately led to the generals' resignations. Resignation. Now, uh, New York magazine had a whole article on Michael Hastings' death titled Who Killed Michael Hastings? Uh, And he was working on a lot of stories exposing the feds. Um, and it says here, let's see. I highlighted this part when, uh, whenever I'd been reporting, okay, this is something that Michael Hastings had said before he died. He said, whenever I'd been reporting around groups of dudes whose job it was to kill people, he said once one of them would usually mention that they were going to kill me. um, so he had uh, he had he had written an email to associates June seventeenth of that year, giving them a heads up that uh, he was basically being uh, he was being looked at by the feds. He says the feds are interviewing my close friends and associates. Um, he said in the email he was onto a big story and needed to go off the radar for a bit hope to see you all soon he said uh he was deeply agitated uh the uh, uh, someone from the young turks said i guess the young turks had talked to him sh- uh, around that time and uh he seemed like he knew his safety was at risk next thing you know He's dead in a bizarre car crash where the motor of his car was thrown way far ahead of out of the car, which people say, you know, that doesn't happen with Mercedes. And so some people wondered, was it a car bomb that detonated or what the heck happened? But he did hit a palm tree in L.A. and his car burst into flames killing him they literally they had to fingerprint him to figure out it was him because his his body was so damaged um here he is working um on a presidential campaign so people are wondering yeah i guess his motor was thrown 30 yards uh, the engine the engine block was found more than 30 yards away from the car a distance uh, explicable to chatroom uh denizens only by some sort of car bomb um, you know, so conspiracy theories raged. Now, before we get to the hackability of cars, I want to draw your attention to a strange crash that happened last year here in the Houston area where I live, it, the suburb of Spring, Texas. This was a Tesla. You can see how damaged the tes- Tesla was. Absolutely charred ashes. Uh, The local paper, Houston Chronicle, reports fiery Tesla crash in spring Spring came after mashed accelerator, NTSB says, uh, evidence shows. So here's the thing. The local constable's office was the first on scene investigating this, and they noted there was nobody in the driver's seat of this car. Okay, somehow the car uh, took off on its own. They were literally, they they were very close to this man's home. They were in his little uh, residential neighborhood. It appeared he had just like pulled out from his driveway on a street that has a 30 mile per hour uh, speed limit, a quiet neighborhood. And for some reason, he and his buddy, these are uh, wealthy, uh, one's a doctor, one's a uh, financial planner, uh, men in their fifties, I believe they were. Um. For some reason, they put the pedal to the metal in their 30 mile per hour neighborhood when they know there's a barricade out, uh, right ahead, like the road does end. Um, that's an act of suicide as far as I can tell. Now, why would someone do that? Well, when the constable's office showed up, they may know nobody was in the driver's seat of this car. So then the Fed swooped in, that's the NTSB. They're in charge of, they typically investigate plane crashes. And if you saw my in- interview a few weeks ago about the ninth strange, a crash of a plane off the coast of New York in 1996, um, that killed, uh, over 200 people. Um, when, when the NTSB swooped in, they, uh, throughout basically they were investigating a, an NTSB whistleblower years later came forward and said yeah we were controlled by the FBI to throw out this evidence and all the evidence seemed to point to that the plane was shot down but the NTSB put out an official report saying no 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 that's not true there was like a a spark you know two wires crossed and sparked in one of the one of the engines so You know, all that evidence, all those dozens of eyewitnesses saying that they saw a missile go up and hit the plane. That's not true. So the NTSB back then was apparently controlled by the FBI. Well, now the NTSB, for some reason, is investigating a car crash, which is a little strange. I don't know. Is it because it's an electric car? Anyway, they swoop in and say, no, 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 it's not true. The driver was indeed in the driver's seat and... This report mentions that the constable's office, their only response to that is that they are aware of the NTSB's updated report. The constable's office seems to be holding its ground saying, no, dude, we were there, we investigated, nobody was in the driver's seat. NTSB is saying, no, 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 the driver was there and he mashed the accelerator. Uh, But apparently there was uh, evidence of uh, some sort of impact against the steering wheel the NTSB is saying that is how they were able to tell that the driver was indeed in the driver's seat and his body went against the steering wheel. I don't even see a steering wheel in this picture. It's, it's so engulfed in flames. Now, one friend of, of the doctor, it was the doctor's car. Okay, this all happened during the pandemic and you know how doctors took heat during the pandemic. If any doctor went against the pandemic narrative, they were in trouble. So now this is rife for conspiracy theory too. And I've looked at this and I, and I had to cover this when it happened. I was with Fox at the time and, you know, I haven't found anything to, to, uh, corroborate that this doctor was going against the narrative or anything like that. But, uh, this is the doctor on the left, the doctor who died. And then the financial planner on the right, uh, his friend who was in the passenger seat. Now, the friend says uh, he believes that the since the car was engulfed in flames, the doctor got out of his driver's seat, moved to the back, back seat to try to escape the car, but there was no escaping. So that's one theory as to why there was no occupant of the driver's seat when it happened. But still, people are wondering if this was one of those cars that was hacked and took off on its own. Okay. Elon Musk even responded to this, saying, you know, defending his Tesla, saying, no, 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 there's no way it could have taken off on its own. You, know, you guys are always picking on Tesla, but questions remain. You guys, okay? Thank you for the super chat, Yankee Doodle Dandy. You said, uh, thank you. True journalists are hard to find today. I appreciate that. You know, I do get, uh, you know, people definitely yell at me, pick on me for um, covering things like that for you know, seeking answers to your questions that are more like conspiracy theory-esque questions, but they're legitimate questions. You know, are, are cars hackable? As it turns out, they definitely appear to be, and we're going to, we're about to dig into this. But by the way, just looking at the obituary for the doctor, his name was William Bill Varner, William Varner. His obituary says since 2005, Dr. Varner has been the director of the Memorial Herman Surgery Center in the woodlands, he also served on the clinical government board for USAP oversight for outpatient surgery centers. He was pretty; he's held a pretty high up uh, position in medicine for quite some time. And his friend was, who was in the passenger seat, was Everett Talbot. And uh, it says his obituary says, for nearly three decades, Everett has been a financial planner, owning a business, Talbot Finance Financial in Spring. Texas. Okay, let's look at when the Washington Post actually explored whether cars are hackable and turns out, yes, they appear to be. Washington Post, quote, what we know about car hacking, the CIA and those WikiLeaks claims from 2017, they said, tucked into WikiLeaks's Analysis of a trove of documents allegedly from the Central Intelligence Agency is a stunning line that the agency has looked into hacking cars, which WikiLeaks asserts could be used to carry out nearly undetectable assassinations. In making its claim, WikiLeaks links to meeting notes from the 2014 from 2014 listing potential mission areas for the CIA's embedded devices branch, embedded devices branch, which includes vehicle systems and QNX, the leaked documents, which the Washington Post could not independently verify and the CIA has declined to confirm, do not appear uh, do not appear to suggest the vehicles be used for assassinations. And even WikiLeaks admits, quote, the purpose of such control is not specified. The fear that your car can be hacked and made to crash is not new, and it's not completely unfounded. Concerns about automotive cybersecurity have been raised since automakers began outfitting cars and trucks with computer-controlled systems. Those concerns have been compounded in recent years As an increased number of cars come equipped with connections including satellite, Bluetooth, and internet that experts say make them more vulnerable to hackers who can then gain access to the computerized systems without ever stepping foot near the actual vehicle. Here's what we know. About hacking into the remotely controlled cars vehicles have been hacked before the Washington Post reports vehicles have been hacked before in 2015 security researcher Charlie Miller and Chris Vala Valasek hacked into a 2014 Jeep Cherokee and managed to quote turn the steering wheel briefly disable the brakes and shut down the engine. The Post's Craig uh, Timberg report reports, the pair found they could also access thousands of other vehicles that used a wireless entertainment and navigation system called Uconnect, which was common to Dodge, Jeep, and Chrysler vehicles. The hack prompted Fiat Chrysler to recall 1.4 million vehicles. Unreal, you guys. Uh, Valisek said via email, quote, it doesn't appear that any manufacturers currently have detection slash prevention methods, methods for such attacks. Remember, Charlie and I did all this research in our spare time with limited resources. Unreal. The Miller and Valisek hack is widely reported, but it wasn't the first or even most recent successful security breach. Researchers from the University of Washington and University of California at San Diego published papers in 2010 and 2011 showing that vehicles could be compromised when hackers gain access either in person or remotely. Last year, researchers in Germany released a study showing they could unlock and start 24 different vehicles with wireless key fobs by taking control of the device remotely and amplifying its signal, Wired Magazine reported. Well, the wireless key fob was still on the kitchen counter. Hackers could be driving off with the car, researchers claimed. Yikes. Yoni Heilbronn, the vice president of marketing at Argus Cybersecurity, and automotive security company, said the equation is very simple. If it's a computer and it connects to the outside world, then it's hackable wow, you guys, well, you can, uh, read this full article yourselves. You know, when I hang up this live chat, I'm going to link this article down below. Um, so you can see it yourself. Uh, mainstream media used to report that stuff. Now, if anyone asks questions as to whether a car was hacked, it's a conspiracy theory. And with Anne Hesch, Police are done investigating. Police have thrown in the towel on on her case because she's died. They said, well, we're no longer going to investigate because she died. You know, because they were investigating her as a criminal and now they can't charge her with anything, so they're throwing in the towel. But, you know, maybe police should look at whether cars are hackable. You know, do they include that in their investigation? Um, It might be something to start including now that hackers have attempted in a study to and, and successfully hacked a car. Okay. Um, thank you all for chiming in on the comment section, checking your comments now. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, that's crazy. Wow. The whole case and situation was so odd. 30 minutes before she was a hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Really strange stuff. You guys, um, and in that Tesla crash, they, their car went up to, 67 miles per hour, I believe it was, in a 30 mile per hour neighborhood on a short little road, little wooded neighborhood. I went out there to cover it, and it was—it's an extremely exclusive community, gated off. I wasn't even allowed to go in and look at the scene at all. But uh, weird stuff. These cars seeming to have a mind of their own. Now I regret buying my Mercedes too late to exchange it. But (laughs) wish me luck, guys. Pray for me. If my car crashes, it wasn't me. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, we will see you guys tomorrow.